0: Welcome to the Create a Relationship That's Real podcast where we share the raw and the real about how to step into the shoes of the woman you were always meant to be that's open to healing, amplifying your self-love, and successfully attracting the life and love you want from the high-quality man you ultimately deserve. I am Kamisha, your host, your girl, and the best friend in your head holding you accountable to living a life full of the love of your dreams. It's time to stop drowning in depression, living in loneliness, and being brokenhearted to start bossing up and building a life and love that loves you back. So grab your journal and the sweetest glass of whatever you can find, and let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. Hey sis, I wanted to quickly let you know about my love in design VIP days, where together we'll create a custom high level strategy that rebuilds your relationship from top to bottom on the correct foundation so you can confidently see positive change and lasting commitment within the next 30 to 60 days. If you want answers, assistance, and a step-by-step strategy to upgrade from girlfriend to wife, increase the connection, or to experience more ease and happiness that's long overdue, I got you. Head on over to kamish.co forward slash design for the full details and let me know that you're a loyal podcast listener for 10% off. What's up, girl? Thanks so much for tapping into today's conversation. Now, before y'all come for my neck about not having dropped an episode in a few weeks, listen, besides the two weeks that my house actually needed to quarantine, in case you're living under a rock, Friday, January 28th, I actually launched our brand new Create a Relationship That's Real Facebook community and we had over 30 beautiful women from around the world join us for our live lunch party and Q&A coaching session. Oh my goodness, it was so lit, and it was just absolutely everything to see all of my clients and my friends and their friends and new faces and followers from all of my social channels in one place, getting served, getting fed, and just showing up for what they came for, basically to get their life and relationships together, okay? Yes, like after the live, I was actually dancing around my house for like three hours straight, And my husband was like, if you don't sit down somewhere, prancing all through the living room and the kitchen. I mean, (laughs) it was so powerful and that good. And at this point, I feel like the only person we're probably missing in there is you. Okay, so you might as well come sit with us and get some live lessons, child. We'll be doing Q&A coaching sessions on Mondays. So just come get in where you fit in. It is officially love month. Happy Love Month and I know around this time of the year, everyone's talking about love, happiness, relationships, companionship. And some of you may not be in the best places with your partner, you may feel lonely or forgotten, or you may not be as happy as you wished, right? And so today I just wanted to talk to you, if that's you, and help you avoid discrediting yourself, becoming discouraged, and just feeling down about your love life and what's going on. The goal is for you to start surveying your situation in order to make love, build love, and nurture your relationship, even if it isn't in the best place, Rather than hoping for love to be delivered through your partner or that he'll do the work to make it work for you. There were actually times where I absolutely hated this month because no I wasn't happy. I was given the same gifts every single year, teddy bears and chocolate, when I honestly wanted roses in an upscale date night. I was so over the engagements that were happening for everyone except me and I just had a crap show of a mindset when it came to Valentine's Day and this entire month until I realized what Valentine's Day was truly all about and just learned how to make love and happiness happen for myself no matter the month or the holiday. So instead of throwing a pity party and being all in your feelings this month, I'm going to really help you make the most out of love for yourself and pull it out of your partner in a way that doesn't require you to throw hints or, you know, repeatedly ask for what you deserve, okay? So These are just a few small steps now that can get you closer to your relationship's goals because there's nothing like feeling like the thing that you want the most is constantly missing you. In all honesty, it's not missing you, it's just mindset work and we're gonna get into that. So now February for me is one of my favorite months of the year. It's not only the month of love and Valentine's Day and Galentine's Day, but it's also a month for reassessing Like, what went wrong in January? How did I start this year off completely wrong? And it's actually my husband's birthday month, which is super exciting. So for me, this entire month is dedicated not only to us as a couple and quality time, but him and celebrating his life, thanking God for gracing him in the earth and in myself and my son's lives. Like, he's made a huge impact not only on our family, but in the lives of those that he leads in his career, his friends, and his extended family. I mean, I can just go on, but being a leader both outside and inside of our home, a provider, not only, you know, monetarily, but a provider of honesty, loyalty, commitment, genuine character, a protector, not only, you know, from danger, but from negativity and people who may cause a detriment to our marriage and our family, an active and present father, and a loving, dedicated husband who professes his love and is in constant pursuit of me, even when he's already got me, yes, it is huge, it's huge, it's not something that, you know, I take lightly, it's a very important role, um, I can't spill the tea on his birthday plans because he's probably listening to this and he may not fully know and understand this but I see how hard he works and I appreciate him more than ever. To be honest, I actually love spoiling that man. Like I can cater to him all day. Like let me cater to you boo. Let me serve you. (laughs) And so while I love actively appreciating and celebrating my husband, I just wanted to, of course, you know me, call out the BS on the idea that love and validation is something that you go searching for in a person, you know, in your partner. And I know I've said this before, but I'm going to say it a million times until you get it. Okay. Fight me, but it's the truth. Like, and I can't just, I, I can't have you out here believing in living lies, but wanting something real that doesn't make sense. I'm not leading you in that direction. But the media has glamorized and fantasized what a man and a husband and what marriage is so much that women have false ideas of what it looks like in their real everyday lives. Like, let's be honest. I'm about to do the absolute most and be extra extra when it comes to my man this month for his birthday, right? And I do this on any other day, but this is the time where we're celebrating his entire life, his being and how many women you know, you included, can say that you love to do the same for yours, even when he makes you upset, even when you do everything in your power not to order this man a happy meal for dinner. Like, (laughs) no lie, I know someone who got mad at her man and ordered him a happy meal because she said he was being childish. Girl, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Please cut the pettiness, okay? Some women wouldn't be caught dead pampering, apologizing, and fully dedicating their space, time, and energy pouring into their man and I hate to break it to you but if you want to be a wife and you don't want to do that then you need to reevaluate your goals like are you honestly and willingly available to extend the grace and energy needed to make your man feel like a king I mean they're always pressing men to make us feel like queens all the time and treat us like queens right but what about him it's not just about us it takes two people to make this thing work right reciprocity is required and one thing a man loves is to be respected oh my god like respect is big for them men need to be respected on the same level that we need love And well, if you can't respect your man, then sis, why be with him? I absolutely do not like when women call their man in words or, you know, air him out online and to the family and just expose him and the whole non. Like that breaks my heart because it's breaking that man down. I don't care what he did that was so bad. Sis, you let God do the swinging and you just hush and sit pretty. Okay. But yeah, I think it's, complete bs that a woman buying her man dinner and treating him to nice things is considered to be culturally backwards i believe men deserve to be cared for and appreciated just as much as we do we're here to edify, influence, and build our men up, right? Like, speak life into him, right? So, showering him with gifts and acts of kindness and service isn't an issue in my book. That's just my opinion. And if you don't want to respect your man or show any type of affection and love for him besides cooking, cleaning, and being in the bedroom, then just sign off. Like, reciprocity is required for a relationship that's real and that's actually going places. Being in one-sided relationships ain't fun when you're holding all the weight and they're not healthy when you know you're putting in all the effort i'm just saying it goes both ways ideally what society has drilled into you and every other woman's brain is that there is this certain type of man called the total package and the perfect man and this thing called happily ever afters that you receive once you find him and you know it's funny because <laughs> my mom actually loves the black romance and hallmark and drama movies and i cannot stand them so like every time i go to her house I turn her TV off and she's like how are you a life and love coach and you don't even like romance movies and I'm like girl cuz it's fake (laughs) it's fake ain't no stellar sharp perfectly versed perfect credit score big bank account having prince charming is just magically showing up on your doorstep to come save you and automatically know how to love you and can read your mind and never get it wrong and you live happily ever after sis what (laughs) I am here to tell you that even though all of that mess is a fairy tale narrative, women are still walking around with that type of thinking when it comes to men and what they're supposed to be, like not even realizing it. And it's so heartbreaking to hear so many men say that they feel so much pressure to be this perfect man and a good mix of a good guy and a bad boy. They're human just like us. They have traumas and triggers and histories just like us. As much as some of them, you know, try to act all hard like a tough guy, they want to feel loved just as much, maybe even more than we do yes you're the prize but sis remind him of what he's won by pouring love back into him even when he's not his best because that's when he probably needs it the most if you don't get rid of this idea that a man comes packaged perfectly exactly how you want him you will stay stuck single or in a relationship waiting for him to be that guy and you'll be waiting for a very long time without the correct strategy. The key isn't finding a perfect man, but an accountable one, a progressing one, one with an elevated growth mindset. So it's extremely important for us to let go of these unrealistic expectations that this man is supposed to give us the world and we just sit back and indulge in it in return. No, give it back. Bounce it off of each other, right? Believing that a man is perfect, believing that he comes made for you, believing that men don't have feelings, he doesn't have desires, he's supposed to just fulfill your needs and make you happy, is very much one-sided, sis. Like, happy wife, happy life is not it no more. No, ma'am. It's dead. Your man is never going to be one who doesn't disappoint you. That's God. He's the one responsible for fixing you and saving you. You and God do that. Your man cannot do that for you. And I know this is probably not what you wanted to hear, (laughs) but again, I'm trying to set your future marriage and relationship up for success. I don't care what anyone else is telling you. So a great thing to do is to actually sit back and self-check to see how you're perceiving men and what you're expecting of them. For a lot of women, that's the hang up and that's where things get very unrealistic Um, Someone recently actually asked me to expand on the concept of creating love. And what I've learned over the years is that when you try to search for and, you know, expect to find love in this man, all you're really trying to do is fill a void and fix an internal problem that you have that has nothing to do with him. And I mean it's nothing new we see it every day you know you replace the hard conversations that you need to have with your partner with other people and their company you ease the pain with alcohol money sex drugs whatever it is you have abandonment issues that are left unhealed so you got to leave him before he leaves you and hurry up and have a backup dude so you'll never be alone. It's the same way some men don't see us women as being human beings. They just see sex. That's all they want. Nothing more, nothing less. And when you come across that type of guy, that has nothing to do with you. Those are his own issues. Yes, it affected you in your life, but it's not your responsibility to carry or fix that. That's unhealthy. And in a way, all of it is objectifying and using people to temporarily heal and ease the symptoms that you have. So you want this person, this perfect man to show up in your life and give you exactly what you need and how you need it. And in doing so, not only are you disappointed because you realize that he's just as human as you are, but you can also unintentionally receive everything that love isn't and everything that you do not want. In general, when it comes to our cognitive thinking, our thoughts are what create our realities. So what you think about men and yourself and that self-talk that you have with yourself on a day-to-day basis, that's what's creating your reality. You keep saying all men cheat, guess what? All the men you come across are gonna cheat. You say and think that you know, you're know you not good enough, guess what, you're not gonna be. If you think you can't be loved, then you won't be. So if we can create our entire reality and world that we live in with a simple thought, What needs to happen is the reframing of the thoughts we're actually having about love and our partners to create it exactly how we want it to show up in our lives. And the easiest way to do that is to start developing little by little every single day the characteristics of the person or the woman who is loved the way you see yourself being loved. Because holding on to, you know, our same thought patterns and doing the things that we're currently doing right now at this level is not going to work at the next what you do as a single woman isn't going to work the same when you're a wife what you do in an entry-level position isn't going to work as the ceo like what you did before becoming a mom isn't going to work the same way as it did before you became a mom right like that schedule got 10 times busier that house got 10 times louder and your life got 100 percent more demanding And one thing I love to do with my clients is help them develop a daily ritual in their schedule that works for them so that they can make space and time to show up as the love they desire in their lives and from their man by pouring more of it into themselves. And what this does is it throws out and replaces all the negative thinking patterns that aren't conducive and that are completely counterproductive to the life that they're trying to build and the type of relationship and partner they want to be with. So for me, what that looks like is waking up every single morning, no later than 6 a.m. If my husband isn't home, I make the bed, I use the bathroom, I grab my phone, I you know make a hot cup of coffee, I use my affirmation cards, I read the Bible, I pray and journal. And during my free time during the day, I make time to turn up the music and just dance around the house because I love dancing. I make time to worship because I love worshiping. I get myself hype and both God and I pour into me. Some of you guys have stopped doing what you love because you're focusing on how lonely you are and a man so much. What was it that you loved to do that you stopped doing because you replaced it with him? Stop giving up what you love and invite him into what you love. I didn't like wrestling before I met my husband. Like I saw it on TV growing up because, you know, my cousins and my stepdad, they watched it all the time, but I wasn't into it. Now I love it i love some of the things that my man loves and him seeing me love the things that he loves makes him love me even more he doesn't think i notice but i know that man lights up when i ask him a question about madden or sports or you know something involving work and together we actually have a nightly replenishment routine where we wrap up work shower and come together to nourish our marriage in Open, deep conversation where we recap our days and just talk about what's happening the next day. We talk about our why, you know, why we're here, why we want what we want, why we do what we do, and sometimes why we may need to switch things up a bit for our own benefit and growth. But setting aside time that keeps us focused, encouraged, and connected to each other is what we've made. And I bet it's something that you've probably heard before. Life is what you make it, marriage is what you make it, and so is love. So is relationships. So is your career. It's made with every single thought, emotion, and action. So sis, plan the dang on date night, whether it's with him or you all by yourself. Just reserve a table in the corner by yourself in your favorite restaurant with a glass of wine, your laptop, and a notebook. It is still a date. Buy yourself your favorite flowers and sit them on your desk. And buy him that thing that he's always wanted or what you know he needs, but he hasn't said anything about yet. No telling when's the last time you told yourself you loved you. No telling when's the last time he felt the pressure of provide, provide, provide being released, right? So start now and make it intentional. And I'm not sure if you know, but you put on display how you love yourself and then everyone else catches on, including him. They'll know how to treat you based on how you treat yourself, You are the first example of how others are to treat you. So treat yourself well and require the same thing from other people. I'm telling you girl like waiting for him to do it for you or searching for the one that will do it for you will have you sitting still and stuck until you're blue in the face. You really have to start developing new thought patterns and taking actionable steps to create new habits that you can do frequently to break the negative cycles, whether you have a partner or not. And this is part of what I walk my clients through in the love and design VIP days. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes so that you can go check that out to see if that's right for you. Like, if a romantic relationship that you actually want to be in and love to be in and that last is something that you actually want, then you're going to have to accept that it's a learning journey that you're going to have to go through for your entire life. It's not a destination. Like, you just don't arrive at love and loyalty and honesty and commitment and consistent and it just is what it is. Like, that doesn't happen. And I believe that's what a lot of women think. Like, once they become a wife, they made it. Okay, and then what, sis? Like, you still have to go on the journey and through the processes of learning, understanding, communicating, sacrificing, and all of the things when it comes to your husband. Like, it just doesn't stop it. I do. If it did, a lot of marriages would last. And I honestly believe they can, but they just have to be intentional. And not many people want to make the decisions and take the actions to do that. So you create the love you want first by believing that it can actually happen for you, then stop looking for a man to give it to you and actually be exactly that every single day. You be 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8 every single day no matter what and stop focusing so much on your man being that then I guarantee it'll be easier to recognize the guy who's actually walking in that same blueprint of love. Like if you're walking in that blueprint of love and the guy that you're with is the guy that you're supposed to be with, oh he gonna level up to that, okay? And of course you're gonna get it wrong many times before you get it right and that's okay. Like just give yourself grace. Many people give up on love and relationships and you know develop a fear around it simply because they failed wrong when you fail correctly it's a learning experience and it tells you what not to do again if your relationships are failing and you're not learning anything from them but just making notes and holding on to the memories of how painful it was and what happened then that's just it you didn't learn anything about yourself about him or or what was actually wrong in the situation. You gotta actually learn from it. That's how you can stop repeating it. Another thing is, and this is a very important point, don't miss this, sis, okay? (laughs) You cannot let your feelings, emotions, and failed expectations stop you from actively loving your partner. So because he doesn't do this, then you're not gonna do that. That's petty, girl. That's you serving happy meals and matching energies, and we don't have time for that. Like, why would you want a low energy that they're bringing? Like, why would you want to match a low energy? That that doesn't make sense, right? Love is not found in a man; it's made, and it's not just in the bedroom. Okay, <laughs> like it's not just that action, sis. Anybody can do that, right? Just thought I needed to mention that. I don't know, but. Love is very much intentional. Relationships are intentional. It is a journey. It is not always going to be perfect or done correctly. You're not going to just go from being a couple to conquering the world overnight without the enemy coming at you to tear it up and cause havoc. That's why you also have to know your relationship's purpose uh-oh bottom line the enemy does not want you to win not in the slightest not in relationships not in marriage not in life period and like i said people are reading first corinthians 13 4 through 8 to death is he patient is he kind blah 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 but patience and kindness and honoring are action words they're verbs And they need to be acted upon, given, and received. Just like he needs all the patience in the world to deal with that attitude and that mouth, sis. Yep, I know, how do I know? I used to be you, okay? (laughs) Girl, you may have to have the patience in him learning how to navigate his emotions or setting boundaries, especially when those are things he's never done or been taught how to do before. You have to have the patience for it and the kindness for it. I like to put it this way. Love is having a full-blown argument and cooking breakfast for each other in the morning and not no burnt toasts, okay? Love is, you know, telling other people, maybe your family or your friends no, to say yes to your significant other to be there to support them or take care of them. Sometimes it comes down to prioritizing your yeses and nos. There's been more than plenty of times where my husband and I weren't necessarily in an argument, but we were on each other's last nerves, okay? Like, I irritated him, he irritated me, and we're walking around just irritated with each other, not even wanting to speak, but I say good morning anyway even if he doesn't say it back. I cook dinner anyway. I lay out his bath towels every night anyway. That's love. Jesus loved anyway. You a hot mess. Jesus loves you anyway. He's mad, but I'm gonna love him anyway. And I know my relationship with God is real because the moment I want to be petty, (laughs) like he's like, nope. Speak to your husband, consider your husband, serve your husband, And he'll remind me that our love for each other and the actions that we take measure up more and mean more than whatever it is that we're mad about. Love is a doing thing and it's a being thing and it goes both ways. But you cannot know how to do love without being it first. And last week in the text community, I actually sent out our weekly text where I challenged everyone to actually focus on being intentional with their love so rather than giving you know according to how you receive or how you feel just love anyway y'all like I said matching energies never make peaceful relationships and it's not helpful when you're trying to mature and develop a healthy connection it's petty and a woman with power ain't got the time or energy to be petty okay so yeah I challenge them to Be the love that they needed. Be the gentleness and the kindness that they crave. Do to others what they want in return. I know sometimes it's hard and it sucks because God be telling me to shut up and sit down somewhere and relax before I make things worse. Like he will gather me real quick. Okay. And I want to encourage you if you haven't done so already, join us in the text community so you can get the coaching, accountability, and focus you need to stay in alignment with your relationship's vision and goals. I also send out updates and VIP exclusives too. So just text me the word coach to 757 210 6878 to join the tribe. So, yeah, just know that growth was never meant to be comfortable. If you're comfortable, you're not growing, period. And girl, your dang on relationship actually needs time to grow and develop, okay? (laughs) Some of you have been, you know, some of you have been with your partner since like high school and college. So maybe you've went through puberty, teenage years, early adulthood, maybe you navigated college together, maybe you've gone through loss together, then you have, you know, have to learn how to be married and about covenant and then learn how to be parents and homeowners and life right those are stages in life and milestones we hit along the way growth and development has to happen within both of you separately and together along the way with having a ton of patience for us I've known my husband since college we went to the same high school and saw each other around but we officially met like face-to-face conversation in college and we witnessed each other's rebel years graduations wild years becoming parents getting married going against our own parents challenging our old beliefs the transition and changing of friends of jobs of cash flow of cities because we've moved to like three different cities since we've been together and all over the span of 11 years like that's a lot it was a lot of growth a lot of changing sacrifice, adjusting, and compromising. And the people who succeed in their relationships and marriages realize this. It's more than love. Love is just the intentional action. And if I held the expectation that the 19-year-old version of my husband was supposed to be the same version as the 30-year-old him, or if I expected him to be perfect and give me the world at 19 years old, I probably would have driven him away or ran our relationship into the ground. In fact, the 30 year old hymn is so much sweeter because the things we've been through over the years that's helped develop us into being the best versions of ourselves yet. And if it gets better and better, then I cannot wait to see what 40 and 50 look like. Like I am excited for the next 11 years, right? And maybe you're on the flip side. If you keep cutting men off at the first sign of something that he did that you did not like, girl, (laughs) and then call him a whole narcissist because that's what the internet is passing out like hotcakes. Like everybody's a freaking narcissist according to Instagram and Facebook. Yes, many people have that personality disorder and it's a very real thing, but more than half of us are just failing and learning along the way. And if we're not learning, then that clearly becomes a problem. But we're learning how to love correctly and listen and unlearn all the negative and unhealthy crap that has been placed on us within our hearts and our minds. So if you're one of the women who always feel like you have to keep starting over, it's probably because you haven't properly evaluated what you want and what's blocking you along with whether or not the reasons you're cutting him off are valid. You know, if what happened was actually forgivable and fixable. Like your desires for perfectionism in your partner could be the actual thing that's really holding you back. So I highly encourage you to get some grace in your life sis. Grace is the key. That's one thing that will really develop your character and have you be seen as a noble honorable wife. A man should be amplifying your happiness not making it for you. So just to recap with some main points and a few examples just to get you thinking about how you can make the love that you want for yourself and in your relationship. The first thing is you have to give the love you're looking for to yourself first. Go on a solo date this valentine's day buy yourself a ring and flowers tell yourself you love you dance do the things that bring out the best in you and the happiest version of you then you got to extend that same energy to him the second thing is you got to be intentional stop matching energies stop being petty give the love you want to receive Please stop putting out things in the atmosphere that you do not want thrown back at you. Life and death is literally what you speak. So choose to speak life, speak sweetness and goodness. Be intentional. And the third thing is be gracious in giving your relationship room to grow and develop. Stop trying to make things happen overnight. Stop being impatient and wanting a patient love. Life's a journey. Love is a journey relationships are always a work in progress they're never perfect so i want to challenge you to do these three things this week and feel free to join us in the free create a relationship that's real facebook community and let me know how you're being intentional with your love and what actions you're willing to take to make love exactly the way you wish without waiting, worrying, or wishing that a man will provide it for you because it's really not within his power. You have the power to create it for yourself. You're it. Go act like it and don't let me hear you pray for God to send you a husband this week. Pray for him to help you love like a happy noble wife instead, okay? I've put the link in the show notes where you can get all the details on joining us in the Facebook community as well as the text community. And I'll be sure to send a free welcome gift over to you as well. As always, if you loved what we talked about today and what I'm dishing out in my corner of the podcasting world, be sure to click subscribe to get notifications when new episodes drop and connect with me to keep the conversation going. Send me a DM on Instagram at kamisha.co, that's C-A-M-I-S-H-A dot C-O, or text the word COACH to my direct line at 757-210-6878. Let me know if this episode was an eye-opener for you, and don't forget to share with a friend. Go enjoy this beautiful Wednesday. Be love, give love, I love you, and thanks for listening. Until next time, love, we'll chat soon. Peace.